Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, welcome to today's Wednesday edition of the podcast. It is September, Wednesday, September 29th. Man, just one more day of September left. We are through this first month of what feels like the fall, right? Well, um, even though I guess the official fall, first day of fall is until like the 22nd of September. But then September always feels like the unofficial start of fall. Anyway. But um, yeah, welcome. It's Wednesday. We are uh, journeying through the New Testament in a year. And specifically now we are in the book of Titus, just three short chapters. So today we wrap this little dude up. (laughs) Titus chapter three today. Um, Yeah. And uh, yeah, you wouldn't know this, but I'm actually, uh, I guess this is the first official day of my sabbatical. Uh, I mentioned yesterday, um, still had some things to do, but today I'm actually from the... uh, from the old homestead. So I'll be doing the podcast from home here for the next couple of months as I'm on sabbatical and um, just really appreciate, man, just really appreciate the opportunity to, to, to have some time of rest and to rejuvenate, to do some reading, to recharge. Uh, of course, in the uh, first few weeks of November, got a big wedding in our family, my oldest daughter getting married. So, um, but still a lot of a lot of time to, to kind of rest and recharge and learn and grow. So I've got some trips planned to learn from some other churches and uh, ministries that um, that are respect and are just eager to eager to hear how they do things. So, um, but yeah, so uh, excited about this uh, beginning of the sabbatical and thankful for our leadership at Bayside, man. What great men and women of God. Um, not only because they gave me time off. <laughs> It's easy to compliment people when they give you give you something really nice. <laughs> uh, but no, they are. They're awesome people. And uh, uh, just thankful so much for the unity of our church and uh, the health of our church and just what God is doing at Bayside. And um, I know many of you are Baysiders. And so, you know, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't go to Bayside, that's all right, man. I pray I'm praying for your church. And, you know, you're, you're definitely a um, as much a part of this community as anybody else. This isn't necessarily a Bayside community right here, um, but certainly a lot of people from Bayside are on here. But um, but yeah, it's uh, you know how it is. It's a blessing when, when things are going well and there's unity and God is moving. and um, Yeah, so all of those things, man. Because, you know, if you've been through seasons when it's not like that, you learn to really appreciate uh, when the season is really good. And, uh, and uh, yeah. So we're in one of those seasons. I'm thankful for our staff who are going to be leading in my absence over the next few months. And they are awesome. Every single one of them. I have no reservations at all. Church is going to be fine. It's going to be, it's going to thrive. Um, I hope they miss me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real. <laughs> I'm not too proud to say it. I hope they miss me. <laughs> but in terms of effectiveness, I don't think they will. <laughs> They're going to do just fine. And uh, yeah, so I'm eager to see them shine through these next few months. So, uh, but yeah, so I got the you know got the homebrew coffee going on right here. Got sitting at my kitchen, my dining room table. We've just been in this house just a few about a month. So, still got a few boxes around me that are yet to be unpacked. 
a new dining room table and uh, here at this new home in Palm Harbor. And we're excited. We both feel blessed to be here. Um, but yeah, new be a new setting for the next few months for me for the podcast. But uh, yeah, so uh, welcome on to it, y'all on to it. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. That's pretty much it. You know, no pressure. <laughs> But let's read the word of God. It's always exciting to hear what God has to say to us when we open up our hearts. Uh, just let God speak. That's what we do. Just let God speak. Read through it. Think, think about things. And uh, then we pray. So, hey, let's read uh, Titus chapter 3. Remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities. All right. So he's talking about faithful. He's talking about the, the church. And uh, again, Titus was a, a young pastor in Crete. Uh, that at that time, the, the island was populated by just a raucous, barbarian, violent, uh, immoral um, group of people. And so Paul's like, "Hey, people in the church, listen, listen. You guys need to be, you need to respect rulers and authorities. Don't be unruly. Set the example um, in your community of those who respect." Rulers and authorities, be subject to them, be obedient and do what and be ready to do whatever is good to slander no one. You know, that's hard to do, man, when you're you're in a group of people and they're slandering someone, they're gossiping about someone, even about the government, even about this group or that group or that one in authority or that management team or the boss or the executive team or this group or that group or um, that team over there, they're not pulling it, you know, it's so easy to just get caught up in all of that slander, all of that, uh, backbiting. And, uh, but the charge for us are here is to be reminded, look, you're different. You, you know, just because everyone's like that doesn't mean that's how you're supposed to be. You're called to a different standard. Be salt and light. Look, let me tell you something. You're going you're gonna to be salt and light if you stand out and refuse to be a part of bickering and backbiting and slander. <laughs> it's such a common, I mean, it's such a part of the air we breathe these days. If you just refuse to partake, you don't have to do much more than that uh, to stand out because you will stand out. So this is Paul saying, say, hey, slander no one. Be peaceable, be considerate, and always be gentle towards everyone. That's a good word, man. We could stop right there and just say, Lord, forgive us. <laughs> we could go right into confession right from there. Uh, that's a good reminder. Not to slander, be peaceable, be considerate, do what is good. Be subject to rulers and authorities. Those who are in authority over you, be, be, be peaceable, be respectful. Verse three, at one time, we too were foolish. Amen. Amen. We were foolish. We were disobedient. We just uh, deceived and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. <laughs> we were a mess, man. What are you saying? Like, you know, we were just in a big Myra mess. That's who we were. Being hated and hating and hating one another. But listen, watch verse four. Love this. You got your pen ready? This is a good one. But when the kindness and love of God, our Savior, appeared. He saved us, not because of the righteous things we had done, because we didn't do any righteous things. Remember what he just said? He just said we were full of envy and malice, being hated and hating one another. We were disobedient, being deceived, enslaved with all kinds of passions and desires and pleasures. We didn't do anything that would earn God's approval. No, but when the kindness and love of God, our Savior, appeared, he saved us. 
not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. Wow. That's worth that's worth underlining right there. That's one that's one you want just want to sit on for a minute. But when the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared, he saved us. Mm. Aren't you glad? Aren't you thankful for the kindness and the love of God? Um, again, Paul's contrasting the uh, the mythical um, characters, the mythical deities in Crete that were crude and uh, that were liars, that were uh, shady. Um, and Paul's like, no, no, that's not that's not our God. The God of uh, our Lord Jesus Christ, God our Savior, He is a, is a God of kindness and love. And it's that kindness and love that saved us. He showed up with kindness and love. I mean, think about that. Think back to the time when you were saved or times when the the kindness and goodness of God washed over you and you were just struck by it, you know, welled up tears in your eyes and got your heart warmed as you thought about, wow, God is kind to me. Man. And never has he shown more kindness and love to us than when he saved us, right? I mean, not because of righteous things we had done, because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. I mean, the Holy Spirit renews us, re regenerates us. This was called regeneration, right? Um, regenerate, recreates, creates a new uh, person in us doesn't just wash over the old. He regenerates the new. He creates something new in us. The Spirit of God takes residence in us. He, uh, he begins to implant the Holy Spirit in our lives, and we become uh, His children. <clears throat> and that, that process that begins in us is sanctification. It's a, it's a, it's a renewal. It's a, re, uh, it's a transformation from the inside out where our affections, our desires, our will um, becomes aligned with the, with the kind of will and purpose and character God has. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. We got to have that, man. We can't, we can't, you know, it's impossible to be one of those who, um, who is obedient, who does what is good, who doesn't slander, who is peaceable, considerate, and be gentle. It's hard to do that. You can't do that without rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. On a, on a continual basis. Amen. I mean, you need it all the time. You can't just do it once. You got to do it all the time, every day. God, you're going to renew me, please. Holy Spirit, fill me so that I can be different, so I can be more consistent with who you are, <clears throat> so I can accurately reflect your character to those around me. Yeah. So he saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom whom he poured out on us, the Holy Spirit. He poured the Holy Spirit out on us generous, generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Now, did you see what just happened there, Terry? Did you see, did you see what happened? Um, that's the Trinity. The Trinity, all right there. A Trinity, all up and right there. Verse 4 is full of the Trinity. 4 through 4, 4, 5, and 6, all Trinity. Watch. But when the kindness and love of God... Our Savior appeared. He saved us, not by the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us out. 
through the washing of rebirth and renewal by what? The Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through who? Jesus Christ. So you got God, you got rebirth and renewal through the Holy Spirit that he poured out to us, made it accessible to us. And we were accessible. We could access the Holy Spirit or access this renewal and rebirth by what? The present, the Holy Spirit that came to us through Jesus Christ. There's the Trinity right there. You could just put that, even though the word Trinity is not in the Bible, the Trinity is right there. One, not, not the only place you can find the Trinity in one, in just a few verses, but right there, the Trinity. Verse seven. So that having been justified by his grace, whose grace, Jesus, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. This is a trustworthy saying. Remember Paul, Paul loves that. This is, this is a trustworthy saying and worthy of full acceptance. <laughs> when we read uh, 2 Timothy together, first and 2 Timothy together, that was a common phrase of Paul's. This is a trustworthy saying and worthy of full acceptance. I think that was his way of saying, can I get an amen? <laughs> Can I, can I get an amen, somebody? So Paul again says it here. A little shortened version of it. But he says, um, this is a trustworthy saying. Person, uh, and I want you to stress these things so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. Don't be like everybody else. Do what is good. These things are excellent and profitable for everyone. Verse 19, or I'm sorry, verse 9. <clears throat> but avoid, here's what you avoid, foolish controversies. huh? Avoid foolish controversies and genealogies and arguments and quarrels about the law because these are unprofitable and useless. You're wasting time just arguing over genealogies and foolish controversies. You're just wasting your time because they're unprofitable. It's not going to get you anywhere. Warn a divisive person. Ooh, you, you know some divisive people? Maybe some divisive people at church. Maybe divisive people at, at your workplace. Maybe divisive people in your family. You got to warn them. Like You got to cut that out. Stop trying to divide people. Trying to pit people against each other. And then warn them a second time. After that, have nothing to do with them. Obviously, Paul's talking specifically here in the church, right? He's talking about people who were in the church in Crete who uh, were divisive. Uh, who were trying to you know, divide the body of Christ over many of the things he just mentioned, over foolish controversies and genealogies and arguments, trying to stir up quarrels and divide people and get this group against that group. He's like, you see someone who's the ringleader in that deal? You warn them to cut it out. Remember, Paul, when he's in the, the tone and tenor of, of Titus is straightforward. Like it's the church is in chaos, right? It's crazy. It's getting chaotic and it needs some order. And so the tone in, in the book of Titus, the letters of Titus is, look, take the reins and, and straighten this thing out and speak directly, speak clearly, uh, take control, confront those who are divisive. Um, you know, when things are crazy, man, you know, that's a interesting sort of point of leadership. You know, leadership, um, the way we go about leading and influencing has to change based on circumstances, you know, Um when things are in crisis, you need someone who's direct. You go to a you go to a, a crash site on the highway. You don't want people just standing around saying, "Hey, what do you think we ought to do here?" This person seems to be bleeding. 
seems to be in a critical situation. What do you think we do you think we should like? Let's vote on it. No, you need someone to come here. You go here. You go get this. You go do this. You go do this. We got to clean this mess up. We got to make sure this person's okay. We got to stabilize. We got to secure the situation. We got to, you know, make sure there's no one else is injured. We got to. We got to. We got to take control. That's a different situation when things are uh, in a crisis situation, and that's kind of what the church was in. It was a crisis, man. And so Paul tells Titus, "Look, you gotta, you gotta stop taking votes and start giving orders." <laughs> Right. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta stop taking votes and start straightening things out. So if there's a divisive person, stop saying, "Hey, um, you know, you know, you want to be kind and you need to be kind, but you also need to be direct." So um, warn a divisive person once, and then warn them a second time. <laughs> okay, I told you one time. The second time I told you, that. I'm not gonna tell you again. And after that, have nothing to do with them. You be sure that such people, you may be sure that such people are warped and sinful. They are self-condemned. Mm. You know, this goes back to what Jesus taught in Matthew 18 about confrontation. You know, the, the text for uh, confrontation and correction in the church is Matthew 18. If a brother offends you, this is what you do. You go to them directly, have a conversation. If they refuse to listen, you bring a, another brother or sister with you, another godly person that is uh, worthy of respect, and you talk about the issue again. If that person still refuses to acknowledge an offense, then you take leaders of the church, people who are of wise, uh, of wisdom and, and authority, and you take them and confront the issue. If the person is still refuses to acknowledge uh, that there's any transgression or offense, then you then Jesus teaches that you treat them like an unbeliever. You got to stop acting, stop, stop uh, hoping that they're going to uh, bend their wills to the uh, will of God, because it's clear that that's not their ultimate desire. Their ultimate desire is to be right or to be in sin or to have their way. Their ultimate desire is not to please God. So you got to stop uh, acting or hoping like that's their ultimate uh, desire, because it's not. And very similarly here, Paul's saying a divisive person, you warn them once. Then warn them twice. After that, you've got to treat them like they're warped and sinful. You got to treat them like they're sinful people because uh, that's what they're acting like. And uh, at that point, they're self-condemned. Verse twelve, personal remarks. Paul wraps up the letter of Titus with these personal remarks. As soon as I send Artemis or Tychicus to you. Do your best to come to me in Nicopolis because I have decided to winter there. Do everything you can to help Zenos, the lawyer, and Apollos on their way and see that they have everything they need. They've got some, all kinds of people in the church. See, lawyers can be saved. <laughs> it's, see that? That's a miracle right there in, in the Bible. There's a miracle in the Bible. We know physicians. Some of them, they can be, Luke was a physician. He was saved. Now look at this. We even got lawyers. Zenas, he a lawyer. He can, he found Jesus. Man, God works in mysterious ways. <laughs> if you're an attorney, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, sort of. <laughs> uh, Zenas, the lawyer, and Apollos on their way to see that they have everything they need. Our people must learn to devote themselves to doing what he says. That, how many times? How many times Paul said that in this third chapter? Do good. He must have this way the third time. How many? You know, when you say I have to say something three times, it's probably an issue. They're not doing good. But Paul's like, our people must learn 
to devote themselves to doing what is good in order to provide for urgent needs and not live unproductive lives. So look for the needs of others. Do good. Verse 15. Everyone with me sends you greetings. Greet those who love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. Yeah. Hey, that's my prayer for you today. Grace would be with each and every one of you today. Um, man, good word. Good reminder about being salt and light in our community, about you know being good. You know, just being good, not for the sake of goodness, but for the sake of Jesus. Because of the one who, out of his kindness and love, saved us. Not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. And got a little glimpse of the Holy Spirit and the and the, the Godhead, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, right there in the third chapter of Titus. Like I said, you never know what you're going to see. You never know what you're going to see in the Word of God. That's why we love doing this. We read, we pray. Change the world because it changes us. All right. Well, you know what, it is? You know what time it is? It's time for us to pray. Let's do it. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for uh, the chance to uh, meet together this way, uh, virtually via podcast, to uh, to read together, to learn together, to grow together. God, we pray that today we might be those who do good. Lord, that we would put away foolish controversies and arguments, but we would focus instead on the positive, to be those who do good, that express to others in word and in deed, the kindness and mercy of God that has been shown to us. Lord, thank you that it is true. And we are so thankful that you came to us in kindness and mercy, washed us and renewed us through the Holy Spirit that was extended to us through Jesus Christ, not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of your great love for us. So Lord, um, thank you. We pray that we might be people uh, of love today that people would see that love and kindness in us in, in each and everything we do. Lord, I pray for my friends today, whatever they have going on, whatever special concerns, needs uh, that they need addressed in their lives, Lord, I join with them in asking you to move in great and mighty ways for the glory of your great name. Lord, and may you bless each one. May you encourage each heart. For those who are downcast, may you lift them up, give them encouragement, help them to see the kindness and mercy and graciousness of God. Lord, we love you, give you thanks. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Hope you enjoy this Wednesday, September 28th. We'll be back at it tomorrow. We're starting a new book tomorrow, First John. So this wraps up some of the writings of Paul for a while. And we will be moving to a different author in the New Testament, which is um, John. Um, so we'll read the short books of First uh, John, Second John, Third John. Uh, awesome stuff, theme of love, just woven all through those three small letters. Uh, and so tomorrow, First John. Hope you'll be a part of it. Thanks for sharing it. Thanks for liking this. Thanks for subscribing to it. Thanks for giving a comment, feedback. I really do appreciate that. Uh, love you guys. We'll see you next time. God bless. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is true. 
is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.